for the millions. And the millions watching around the world and listening at home, we are Nerd Thug Wrestling. Break it down. Yeah. This is the uh, talent, Corey DLG over here. (laughs) That, were you just doing like the did it? Was it I Dream of Genie? Oh no, you would no. That's and it's me, the most electrifying man in all of Conroe Radio, the Captain Joey Savage. What's our new shtick? Me and Corey DLG, we we drip excellence and we spit fire. That's true. We are nerd thug wrestling. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And you can interact with us at NerdThugRadio.com as well. We're all over the place. We are all over the place. We're on Twitter true. at Corey DLG, Corey DLG on the Twitter. That's true. Uh, true. At NerdThugRadio on the Twitter. That's true. I mean, come down, Charlie Brown. Let's get going. Yeah, we got a website. We got a Facebook. We are we uh, doing a page. Uh, yeah. We're doing a special edition of Nerd Thug Wrestling. We are recording during the greatest sports entertainment show in the entire world. WrestleMania, the show of the immortals, showcase the showcase of the immortals. That's, yes, WrestleMania. We're getting started here. Big curveball, I would say. Would you? Would you not? I don't know. Sometimes they they. <sighs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. Typically, WrestleMania, the first show, or the first match of the show, is uh, just kind of a, eh. I think it was a couple years ago, Jericho and Owens, after their uh, huge rivalry. Yeah. They I were think- the first show, and that was like the hottest rivalry ticket going in, and they were kind of upset. Um, so the show opens with Alexa Bliss hosting. Yes, yeah. Um, My then future is, ex-wife. Then surprise entrance, um, Hulk Hogan returns. Yeah. Um, does a little steal here. And then all of a sudden, uh, Paul Heyman comes out of nowhere. Yeah, he, he waddle trots down there. And he says, if we're not going to be the main event, we got stuff to do. All right, hanging around all night. Yeah, Let's get our match started right now. We're going Opening to- match, Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins for the title. Um, so I think what they're doing here is there's kind of been two booking styles, right? Like big match early, big match late. Or all the big matches towards the end. Yeah. I think they're going big match early, big match late. I think with uh, the women um, headlining, I think it's a smart idea to get some of your bigger matches out early. That way they don't have to follow um, any huge match. Ooh, that's kind of insulting a little bit. But, you know, I mean, it's the first time the women are ever, right? I mean, so they're getting their first shots. So you want all of the talk, all of the um, everything, the excitement going to them in their match. If you put like Brock Lesnar and Rollins before that, or somehow later in the show they put Kofi and and Daniel Bryan right before them, and Kofi somehow wins, we talked about this, right? Like, right. It's going to take away from from their match. Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know because like I'm assuming Kofi and Daniel is going to be crazy no matter what. Oh, that should be so great. So if Kofi and Daniel is crazy no matter what, then it kind of doesn't matter. Right? I hopefully they go Kofi Daniel and then throw a filler match in and then go to the ladies. But like whatever the match of the night is, it's the match of the night no matter True, true. I mean, but you got the go home show. I mean, the go home match. True. It's got to be big. It's got to be no, a no, no, pop. No, no, but but I don't Oh, curb stop. I don't know that I uh, subscribe to the theory that one takes away from the other. Uh I do subscribe to that theory. That's why I'm glad they're putting this first. So, so far in this match, uh, Brock Lesnar has been destroying Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins' back is like well looks up. like 
It's been in a meat tenderizer. Yeah. Would you say? I, I would agree. And somehow Rollins, the referee, gets knocked down. We get a low blow from Rollins followed up by a couple curb stomps to Brock. Remember I said this a couple weeks ago. Like, the only way he's going to win is to curb stomp him. I, told, I said the ref was going to go down. Multiple curb stomps. I wouldn't be surprised. Look, there's a third one. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised if, um, oh, the referee's up. He's going to kick out. This is the pin here. That's it. Oh, it's over. That felt a little squashy. Brock's out, dude. He's going on to the UFC. Well, yeah. I mean, I told you that, though. But, like, even even Heyman alluded to it. He was like, we're going to get on a plane. We're going to go to Vegas. Where we're, where we're appreciated. Appreciated. Because no, one, no one's digging this Brock Lesnar not being around deal. Well, no. I mean, that's the thing. It's been very annoying. I've been writing about it in the blog on the Wrestling Report on Sports Map for a while. Check how, that out. How annoying it is that Brock Lesnar is the Raw champ and never there. And when all your wrestlers make reference to it, when every time a champ shows up, they're like, oh, uh, you know, oh, the, you're actually here today. Um, it's it's just obnoxious. Well, what's also great, though, we've talked about this a lot on the wrestling show and even on Nerd Thug Radio with Lesnar, is he just doesn't care. No. The, like a lot of these wrestlers, they get, you know, real. They get wrapped up in wrapped it. Wrapped up in it, and they don't want to lose to this person. And Brock's like. Just give me my money. Like you're right. gonna pay me, okay? What do you want me to do next? Well, once oh, you want me to lose to Rollins in like 15 minutes? I get paid X amount of dollars at WrestleMania, and then I can go do my own thing. Okay, yeah, done. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like that's that's really that's once you get to a certain value in your contract, like what do you like? What do you oh, care? Goodness gracious, that looked awful. Yeah, he got he got roughed up real good in this match. Yeah, this match. I mean, this didn't last very long. I I think this is Brock Lesnar's way of being like, well, if I could. If I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna throw you around for a while. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, no, I mean, Brock's like, I'm gonna beat the living crap out of you. Which yeah. he beat the living crap out of him. He like, definitely no doubt about it. And here, here's the finish. The ref takes a beat. <laughs> Low blow. Three curb stomps later, we have a new uh, Raw Universal Champion. Is that what it's called? I think it's just called the Universal Champion, but it's been the Raw belt. What's the other one called? The WWE Heavyweight Title. Yeah, yeah. So the uni- new Universal Champion, Seth Rollins. Well, you know, I was really hoping Roman Reigns would have come out of nowhere and, like, cost Seth Rollins the match, but... Yeah, that was a weird angle you were going for there. Yeah, would have been cool. Happen. No, they're... I'd be a great writer if I did that. No, because they're... Now Now that the crowd is behind Roman Reigns, which they are, they're not... That's a great time to turn him. No, they're gonna... They're gonna they, he's never gotten to be a face. They're gonna I'll build beat, him up I as a face. I beat leukemia and I'll beat you, too. That should be his new uh, tagline so on his shirt. So I beat leukemia and I'll beat you too. Um, I would say that all the time. This felt really squashy, though. Like, it's a very fast match. It's a very, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good pop to start the show. Is uh, it? Yeah, you title changes hands. The biggest title um, in the business, they say so much. They say yeah, so. But, but but it changed he's, hands. He's still not up. No, it changed hands five in like five minutes. Yeah, but, I mean, this is the guy who, like, Waited through the WWE for two and a half years. Well, Rollins is their guy, and you know Brock got to beat him up tremendously. I mean, you can see the punishment took yeah, on him, yeah, beat the crap out of him, like he's done in every Universal match. The only difference is this time the ref got bumped. He did the cool thing to the low blow, which some people don't do. Hit him with his finisher three times in a row, pinned him. Yeah, that does seem like the thing, right? Nobody tries to cheat against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, and Seth Rollins like I'm the Beast Slayer. <laughs> I just slayed your beasties, both of them, with one so, shot. So, Vince McMahon has been known for some shenanigans, yeah, particularly oh, at sure. WrestleMania. Oh, for sure. Uh, allegedly, there were only uh, 
three people who knew the Undertaker spot. Not the ref didn't even know, uh, allegedly, that uh, Lesnar was going to pin and defeat the Undertaker. Um, do you, do you think this was like? Do you think this? First of all, do you think this is the right move? And do you? And, and secondly, do you think there was any kind of? No, I think putting it on uh, Seth Rollins is better. I think he's finally getting the idea that the fans aren't happy with the champion not being on the show. Uh, and I think for the last, you know, since, okay, let's be honest, since he's been the champion, the Raw numbers have, have, have dipped. True. They have dipped. And True. So I think putting it on someone like Seth, the guy's like uh, the, the fans, and now that you know he'll be on the show every week, I think that helps the Raw brand a little bit. Um, and they built Brock up so much with his stuff going on. It's hard to really get any kind of rivalry really built up. Oh, look, he's still not out. They're going to follow him. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. That was great. Some fan, like, patted him on the shoulder and he gave him the side eye. Like, don't touch me. <laughs> I think there's more There's more stuff you can do now on the on the television. Oh, um, I agree. With Rollins I, being I like champion. the idea That's, of the It's the right chain. move. It's yeah. the right move. It's the right move to get it off. I mean, it would even be cool to see some kind of uh, – you you'd say some kind of Seth Rollins Roman Reigns you know going at it, but um, yeah, now that Seth Rollins has it, I don't think Roman Reigns gets a title shot anymore. But I mean, they're they're the sh- the the shakeup comes right. The superstar right. shakeup comes soon. So you you send Roman Reigns over to SmackDown? Maybe so. Yeah. Well, it looks like we've got uh, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton for the match too. Uh, I gotta be honest, that actually makes a lot of sense considering SmackDown will be moving to Fox very soon, and apparently they're going three hours. Yeah. So they need some superstars over there. Yeah, apparently it's going to Fox very soon, and they're going to expand it to three hours. So they're going to need some more uh, content. Yeah. And some well, and guys. you need more stars, too, because just honestly, the SmackDown roster, the lineup right now on SmackDown is embarrassing. There's not a lot of top guys over there. No, there's not. There really isn't. It's oh, look at that cool, like, is that? It's augmented. Is that augmented or is that yes. legit? No, it's augmented. He is phenomenal. AJ Styles. I'm glad he uh, re-signed his, his a deal with them. Yeah, I'm sure you're glad. Yeah, so is the whole universe. Uh, I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not that thrilled. You aren't really thrilled with anybody if they don't look like Braun Strowman. That's not what it is. Uh, there's plenty of other wrestlers. I like Seth Rollins. Uh, I just I feel like first of all AJ Styles. I don't know. Look I, at this guy. He's I so great. never. I never got it. I never He's got so what was great. so amazing about him. He's phenomenal. He's also one of these guys who. Like eludes categorization. He's Explain. Ne- he's neither he's neither face nor heel. He's right in the middle. Like there have been part and during this title run, there's been times he's the good guy and times he's the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, look at that cool viper. That is a cool. Is that augmented? Yes. None of this is real. Oh, it's not on, actually on this on the stage. No. Oh, that's dumb. They should move it out before every uh, entrance. <laughs> <laughs> replace replace the uh, stuff on the stage. <laughs> well, you know, AJ, I mean, for the pr- predominantly in his career in TNA, he was a good guy. Um, when he went to New Japan, he kind of took on the uh, villain role because, you know, when you're white in Japan, you're typically the yeah, villain. Yeah, that's pretty much the story in Japan. Um, right? He did really well. And so here he's kind of bounced back, you know, to and fro. I don't think they really... F- Listen, I don't think the writing in WWE is n- near as good anymore as it is in some of these other companies. I think WWE really just relies on their stars to like sell the show, like they could do better in the writing, and it almost shows because they've kind of revamped the entire writing crew over the last like month. So we'll see what's going on. But uh, before we do that, we've got to jump out to a break, and when we come back, we'll get into more of our WrestleMania coverage. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling.
talk about our friends R&A Sports. So, oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Fraser. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a 20% off a ticketed item. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Talk. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. You're listening to us on Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. We are recording this while we are watching WrestleMania, the showcase of the Immortals. Did I get that right this time? You did. Nailed it. The greatest sports entertainment event ever, every year. Uh, I think that's what they would like you to believe, yeah. It's bigger that's, than anything in the world. That's what they tell you. Before we uh, get into some coverage of what's going on right now, we'll recap what we've seen so far. Let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. As the leader of uh, martial arts and ATA in North Houston with two convenient locations, one in Magnolia, one in Conroe. They've got programs for everyone from the ages of 3 to 133. They teach uh, self-defense. They teach uh, classic uh, martial arts with Taekwondo and the, the art of that. They've got some Tai Chi classes. They've got some um, adult um, fitness classes as well, like some combat type stuff. They do all kinds of like stuff for um, different like seminars over real world um, scenarios and too every once in a while. So all right, I they've like got, it. They've got everything. I like it. Uh, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they'll give you two free weeks of training when you come in. That'll give you just enough time to get hooked and want to stick around forever. First one's always free, man. Because at Conroe, or Conroe, because Cox ATA Martial <laughs> Arts, we build leaders. We teach life skills. We leave a legacy. So we're right in the middle of the uh, women's four-way dance for the women's tag titles. Yeah. They already had a tag team four-way uh, for the men's titles. Uh, the Usos won that one. Yep. So far, we've had, this is what, match five? Yes. So we yes. had we, we covered the Brock Lesnar one. He got roped pretty quick. Yep. Uh, AJ Styles and uh, Randy Orton came out after that. Longer, double the time. Not a bad match. And uh, that was finished with uh, AJ Styles winning. Yep. Then we saw the tag match. Uh, that was pretty good. It was entertaining yeah, yeah. for what it was. It was. That's no, what it was really good. For. It had a lot of good spots in it. Um, everybody got a little moment to shine. The Usos came away with the big win. The, the, the very cool... <laughs> Cesaro doing the big swing yeah. in the middle for like uh, two minutes. Sheamus just literally chest pounding everyone. Everyone around him that was on. And then we had the uh, Shane McMahon and the Miz. And, uh, of course, the Miz did some crazy spot with uh, Shane McMahon. Yeah, that's, that was, all that Shane, was a, that's all Shane O'Mac does. That was a big spot. That was a real big spot. Man, dude, I'm telling you, that Peyton Royce is something else. Oh, you got distracted already? I got distracted. <laughs> so it's it's eight women in the ring, four tag teams for the women's title. Look at them! I know they're just great. I know. I know. It's uh Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are my my favorites. I'm pulling for them. They probably won't win, but I'm going for no, them. No, they're definitely not going to win. But you can pull the for only them all pure day. tag team in this uh, event. Uh, then you got the champions Bailey and Sasha Banks. You got uh Nia and Tamina who aren't even on the apron right now. They got their butts kicked. And then uh Natalia Nightheart and the legend, the Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix. I also married to Edge. I okay. This is gonna be. Possibly controversial. I don't really think Beth Phoenix is much of a legend. 
I don't either. They call her that, but like she didn't. Again, with me, we did our Mount Rushmore last week, right. correct? Right. Uh, right. Longevity is my big thing in wrestling, and her longevity wasn't that long. It was like maybe two years. Well, and for me, like I know that she was so, but she didn't even do anything all that original. She sort of just followed right behind China. Yeah. So like, even even if you're gonna go like other ways, like so, longevity is not as big a deal to me. If the impact is huge, like Stone Cold and The Rock, that's how. Those guys wound up on my Mount Rushmore. Uh, I, she didn't. She didn't make the same moment. No, that China made right in front of her, and then after her, the other ladies come through. So like, she's sort of that forgotten middle spot. Yeah, she was supposed to be, you know, the the, the Amazonian woman, the, the Glamazon, the, the Glamazon. Which the is a big, good bit. That's a good yeah. bit, but they they kind of wasted it. Just it. it just didn't go long enough. I don't right. think. And uh, I just think that overall. I mean, but so here's I, I have a thing about Hall of Fames. Um, I think baseball does it right where it's not about putting in a set number of people every year. It's putting in you have to get the right number of votes. Right. Yeah. You got to get votes. Uh, but uh, so the WWE puts in people every year. So yeah. then you get a class like this year where the honky tonk man. Now, granted, uh, the honky tonk man was the longest reign intercontinental champion until the Miz. Until the Miz. So that's a big feat. That is a big feat. That's a, to me. That'd be enough to put you in the fame. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I mean, the Intercontinental Title for the longest time has been the second, uh, the second title behind the heavyweight title, and he held it longer than anyone up until like a year and a half ago, two years ago maybe. Okay, so that's a pretty good feat. I guess that's a fair point. But when you look, okay, so that's a good feat. That's something to put you into. But the that's Hall like of Fame. the only line item for him. Um, and he had some, he had some other stuff going on. And he he had some good moments, but like. The beefcake, right? They put right. him in. Right. He didn't do anything. No. He was just he was just a secondhand man. Like, there's and no reason. Like, yeah, he was one of those characters from our day as kids, but he didn't do anything. No. Hall of Fame worthy. And then Harlem Heat. Harlem Heat. Now Harlem Heat um, was. Now you got to think also with WWE now owning WCW. All of the WCW accolades are now factoring into this. Right. But Harlem, Harlem Heat, Heat did hold the tag titles. Multiple, multiple times. Yeah, but I don't like to. I don't like to count that when someone's like, "Oh, like, like when they say Ric Flair is a 16-time champion." Right, between NWA, WCW, and WWE. The the problem I have with that is that it is scripted. Well, so, I mean, the whole thing is scripted. Right, so who right, cares, right? right? Well, no, 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 but but what I'm getting at is when you start going like, "Oh, well, number of times you held a title matters." Well, no, because like. They've already, like, the WWE has kind of publicly said, like, they want uh, the New Day to break the record number for tag titles. So that means every time the New Day's in a tag title match, it's likely that they'll win just to drop it to get the the number. But, I mean, that's something that that WWE tracks, right? So that's that's a big deal. I suppose. So with Harlem Heat, think about it. Harlem Heat probably... Booker Booker T was a bigger deal, but he was already in. He was already in, but... Okay, with with them too. Like, think about it. When you look at the history of wrestling in the Hall of Fame, they're probably the most successful African American tag team. No, I no, I I think that part is accurate. I just don't know that. I don't know that their accolades were. If I were building a Hall of Fame, I would never. If someone was like Harlem Heat, I'd be like, uh, ten time world tag team champions in WCW. That's, but, a, that's a pretty big deal. But I'd have to see the numbers around who else. Like, who else has yeah, had? Yeah, but it? that was in that who was who else has had it between eight and twelve times. You know what not I mean? A lot, not a lot. You don't think so? No, because how, I mean, what's the what's the record? Do we, do we remember? I uh, I think the record is like fifteen. Okay, so it's not a whole lot. 
I don't know, eight not, to twelve is that's not far off. But to be the ten-time WCW World Team World Tag Team Titles, to be a very successful African American tag team when you didn't see, you, you still yeah. don't see a lot of that. No, that's you don't. Hall of Fame worthy. I get that. That's why I think they've gone in at such a late time and not sooner. You think they just finally got to that? Yeah. My, my issue with that is I I think that uh, oh that was kind of a cool bit. Bailey just kept oh, Sasha oh, from look, tapping she's out. Double. Right. And Sasha went oh. to tap, and Bailey grabbed her hand. That was That's awesome. That was awesome. That was good. Um, I just think. Oh look, the the big oh, girls are yeah. back. They caught their wind. Yeah. I oh, that's a uh. look at the heritages in this ring. Okay, just just real quick. The uh, the families. Okay, so Naya is related to the, the entire Rock Rock clan. family. Yeah. Um. So is. So Tamina. you've got Tamina is Jimmy Snuka's daughter. Right. You've got Natalia Neidhart, which is Jim the Anvil Neidhart's daughter. They just right. went into the uh, into the Hall of Fame. Uh, you've got Sasha Banks, who many people don't know, the cousin of Snoop Dogg. What? She, Snoop Dogg is her legit like first cousin. I was about to say, because Snoop Dogg calls everyone cuz. First cousin. Okay. And then you have um, Beth Phoenix, who, you know, married to Edge, so some kind of royalty. That's a lot of like stuff going around in there. But the, but I've noticed that the WWE is well wrestling in general is a little carnivorous. Like everything feeds on itself. A little cannibalistic, I should say. Yeah. yeah. I always see uh, my buddy, friend of the show, Austin Ford, that the Ford family are gypsies because like they travel together, they stay together. Uh, when when people marry, they still like they move like ten minutes away. Yeah. They all still stay very. They stay together. Yeah, and I and wrestling is the same the same way. I think also when you look at um, when you look at WWE and oh my gosh they're both the top rope, come on save a day good, oh oh, oh good thing she laid on her butt first yeah that was a big um, but when you look at the Hall of Fame as we're mentioning this uh, with wrestling you know it, it is different than sports because most of the stuff is scripted so a lot of it uh, also plays upon uh, impact social impact impact on um, you know on on society impact on the the wrestling business. As well as the accomplishments they do, the accomplishments. So with like, right. so like, okay, being the the greatest African American tag team, they had an impact on that. But the Hart Foundation just went in. Jim the Anvil Neidhart and Bret Hart. See, they're, they they don't they're, have near as many tag titles. No, but the impact that they had. But like their impact, you know, the same kind of situation. Bret Hart went on to be, you know, Bret Hart was the biggest, but the rest of the Hart the Hart Foundation was such an impact in and of itself. But like I when they just like when they inducted the Hart Foundation, they didn't induct the entire Hart Foundation, which I think is the weird part. They just they inducted put the in, tag team. They should have put in everybody. And I think possibly the reason they did they did that. I and mean, I hate to be this type of person, but Jim the Anvil did just pass away this past no, year. No, I, th- I do think that's part. Of, I think media right. savviness, plays but like a role. their impact, like yeah, they had a run, but, but that, the others are all dead too. But that, but that, um, that tag team had, didn't have near as championship success as Harlem Heat. No, but that's had. because... And but it was more of a stepping stone for... No, that's not true, because the Hart Foundation... Well, I'm yes, talking about just the just two of them. The, just the two of them, yes. But there Even was... The Hart Foundation. The other brothers didn't do jack squat. Whoa. They didn't, except for Owen. Whoa. Well, that's... You know, I think he's got like eight brothers. Like, it was really just Brett and Owen, and Owen's got cut short, which really sucks, because he could have been probably... Right. Amazing, like, even more amazing than he was. And then the British Bulldog. Well, yeah, the British Bulldog. But he wasn't part of the Hart Foundation. He, he was just married. He was married. He was part of the family, but, like, he wrestled when, you, in the when you look at the Hart Foundation, like, what they are, like, the tag team and stuff, I mean, he was, you know, he was no, just. No, you're right. He just. I mean, they wrestled right. in England at WrestleMania against each other. Was it WrestleMania or Royal Rumble? I think Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think Royal Rumble. In England. Um, yeah. 
I tried to do a Newt Hart Foundation at one point. That's where you think the British Bulldog. Yeah. Which was uh, Natalia Tyson kid and uh, British Bulldog's son. And that didn't really amount to much. No, that wouldn't. That wouldn't. That wouldn't even appease me. I just think that once you like, oh, we got to put in a bunch of people every year. You get yeah. people like Tory Wilson in. Yeah, Tory Wilson doesn't have. Tory Wilson didn't have an impact big enough to be in the Hall of Fame. No. I'm sorry. Neither did Brutus. Yes, they did it. Oh my god, they did it. I called it. That is the so, iconics. That's so stupid. They did it. I called it. You said it. And I, I called it. I laughed at you every time. That is so dumb. They did it. The only pure tag team in the entire. Match. First of all, it's not true. They pulled it off. They're not the only pure tag team in, the, in this in this match. They're right here. the only gimmick tag team. Right. In this match. That's pure tag team. But guess what? They did it. They're the uh, tag team champions. Get us out of here. Let's jump out to a break. When we come back and hear more WrestleMania. I am beside myself. Don't know what to do. Stay here. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. We're right in the middle of our WrestleMania watching slash coverage slash reaction. Does that sound about right? Uh, I mean, you put a lot of slashes in it. Slash Kofi Mania, baby. <laughs> Kofi Mania is alive and well. Uh, we didn't get to enjoy it uh, fully on because the network kept crashing. Yeah. So many people watching. Something interesting is about to happen right here, though. Uh, think? I don't. I don't know. They're I showed really... all the Yankees guys. So Elias is trying to do his shtick, and then it gets interrupted by like a promo video. But it's like Babe Ruth and the old school Yankees in black and white. I thought maybe Bray Wyatt, but is this nah. maybe like a Kurt Angle thing or a John Cena thing? Since he's the greatest, is A Rod about to come out and DDT? Somebody? That'd be cool. That'd be funny. Our oldest Chapman, maybe. Uh, I read somewhere that uh, A Rod has already cheated on J Lo like twice. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? Everyone else is cheating on J-Lo. I wouldn't cheat on (laughs) J-Lo. But everyone ends up doing it. J-Lo, I would never cheat on you. But you would because everyone else before you has. No, that's Halle Berry you're thinking of. Both. I don't think. Straight up both. Really? Dancer Guy cheated on her? Yeah. How did Dancer Guy cheat on her? She's not around enough. Wow. All right. Thugonomics. I told you. I told you. Look, it's going to be old school Cena and he's going to rap at him. Oh, man, this could be interesting. And he's going to be in. Look, it is old school theme, Cena. It's Thugonomic Cena in a Yankees jersey. Look at him. Is a 40-plus-year-old man really about to rap? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. Look, he's got the look jewelry. At him. It's Thugonomics. Is he wearing the Travis Scott uh, hat? No, it's got NYPD. Yeah, that's that's. this was John Cena's character when he rose to fame. Yeah. This is the character. He would rap his entrance when he came out. Mm-hmm. He dressed like a thug. 
and then and a lot of the a lot of the promos he cut would rhyme. Yeah, and it was really good yeah. stuff. That's kind of what propelled him to the next stage. And then he went to like military Cena. Yeah. Um, and they went all PG. Oh look, it's Peel. That yeah, was Jordan Peel. That was Peel of Key and Peel fame. There, Jordan Peel, right? Uh, that's that's how yeah. you say it. Yeah. I nailed it there. So uh, while he does his rap shtick, uh, you want to recap what we've missed so far? Uh, since we came back, we were on last. So we, we we ended with the Iconics winning. Yes, that was great. Okay, so since then... We, Kofi Mania happened. Yeah, and Kofi won. Uh, Shane McMahon... No, where's that one? That? Okay. Samoa uh, Joe beat Rey Mysterio in one minute and one second. Really? I think that's what it was. I mean, Rey Mysterio has really got to be hurt. I don't know why... It didn't last long. They didn't rebook it, though. That's odd. And then uh, we had Roman Reigns beating Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Look, he's even got the pumps. It's not the Reebok pumps. He's just full-on old school. He has to wear the hat so that no one sees his hair. And so now we're here with Walker with Elias. We've got three matches left. Does that sound about right? It does. Got uh, Batista, Triple H. Yep. yep Kurt yep, Angle yep. in his farewell match with Corbin. And then the, the three ladies. And it's already 9.30. With three matches left so to go. The Kurt Angle thing is going to be a squash But match. that Batista-Triple H match is going to go a hot minute. It has got it has to because yeah. no holes bar, no uh-huh. DQ. All that stuff. And if Triple H loses, he has to go away kind of thing. Which I hope it happens. Oh, that's the thing. Like, right, Triple H is old enough that you could see it go either way. And you see Batista win, and then you could see Triple H, like, fade away and then come back as, like, the leader of WWE when Vinny takes off well, I, for I, XFL next year. Well, I don't think he does. He can't make appearances. He just can't wrestle. Yeah. So like you don't have to worry about him wrestling anymore. They right. should have done that with the Shane McMahon match. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said guitar. Oh, oh, that didn't that didn't rhyme. No, he wasn't going for it to rhyme because he says walk with Elias, so he went wasted wrestling experience WWE. Playing off his WWE words, he would spit some nasty like lines whenever he did this. Well, I think we're missing thing. some right now. Yeah, look at him. Look, he looks like. Oh, that's good. It's a pug with a guitar. He called him a Shih Tzu. <laughs> so Shih Tzu with the guitar. This is pretty good stuff right here. I like Shih Tzus. You do too. I like the jorts too. I don't. I Man, I was about to comment on the, the blue jorts. jean shorts, the cargo jean shorts. Here he goes. I gotta listen. Uh, <laughs> I said that earlier. <laughs> that was pretty good. Cena you stole did. my bit. Cena called you and asked you for a line. Uh, so so far, your your reactions to WrestleMania. Please, has it lived up to the hype? Is it better than we anticipated? Y- you were coming in with a pretty low feeling. I of was. This. I was, and uh, I think it's 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 uh, elevated beyond my expectations. It's it's been a good one so far. It really has. Well, even um, the pre-show when you had. Uh, the revival, and, you know, we didn't pay much attention because we were setting up, but the revival was defending against Curt uh, Hawkins and Zack Ryder, which typically throwaway match or whatever. But like, yeah. the wrestling and the storytelling of the match was actually really good. I was like, okay, well, maybe this is going to be pretty decent because this match and the, they're taking so much um, time to like tell this story. And well, so and far, were, it's been it's been good. There were some good spots in that one. There were some good, there spots. Some good spots in that. There's one. been some good storytelling. Uh, so far, I'd have to say uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi is probably the match of the night in my book. Uh, my least excited match is going to be the uh, Roman Reigns-Drew McIntyre one. I don't know. I didn't like it. Uh, I think Samoa Joe is a pretty awful match. That was, too. That was pretty bad. Um, but I didn't have high expectations for that one, either. Right. But, like, I don't know why it's even on. Yeah, it should have been, yeah. like, on the pre-show. Look, pistachios. So, so that... Okay, so this is one of the complaints that I was going to get to. They showed a, they showed a replay 
uh, they showed a replay of the finale of the men's battle royal, which took place in the pre-show. Yes. But getting significant screen time coming up to WrestleMania. Yes. Was Colin Jost, Michael Che, Braun Strowman, Alexa Bliss. Okay. So that story. First of all, it should have involved Alexa Bliss somehow, some way. Somehow, some way, some more. Uh, and then the finale of it, it, you can't have that match in the WrestleMania pre-show if you put that much raw time into it. Um, can I tell you why I think they may have done it? Yeah. So the pre-show, you can log on to the WWE, you can download the WWE Network, you can log on without any subscription, you can watch the pre-show for free. So that's, that's kind of why they do matches on the pre-show, so... Yeah, but my thinking is they, I wouldn't give somebody, but that you hype them up time. so people are like, okay, these guys are going to be in WrestleMania. Okay, I'm watching the pre-show; it's free. Okay, here's these guys I saw. These guys, man, this is really interesting stuff. Man, I mean, I should buy this, and I should, I should watch the rest of it. I don't. I'm just mm. guessing. I I'm sure that's what they're hoping. Like I'm sure that that's their thought process in in booking it. So I just don't know how many people watch the pre-show. Actually, if you're a pre-show watcher, how are you not already subscribing? Like, you downloaded the app to just watch the first three matches? Well, maybe you, you, you download the app um, to, uh, you're like, okay, you know, I'm thinking I might watch this. Let me download the app. Let me see what the pre-show's about. Okay, here's a pre-show. Oh, you know, this, this tag team match is really good. Oh, here's those guys I've been seeing on TV all the time. They're entertaining. This is an entertaining bit. I wonder if the rest of the show's going to be this good. I'm going to subscribe now. Yeah, I don't buy that. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's what they're thinking. I think it's a lot of extra steps a, a person would have to take in order to be interested, but not already a subscriber. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah. that's a that's a big middle step there to be like, oh, I like WWE enough to download the app, but I've never subscribed to the service. I I mean, personally, if you're a fan, if you're even if you're a casual fan of wrestling, like why wouldn't you pay ten bucks a month for this? That's the thing is like. If you remember when this first came out, uh, it's been about four years, five years. It's been a long time. Yeah. So when it first came out, it was the build up to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It was like the and and if you signed up in the very beginning, it was ninety nine cents for the first like three months. Right. So basically, WrestleMania was only going to be ninety nine cents. So yeah, I mean, I signed up then. But a lot of times, people will even a lot of times they have on here like, if you sign up now, you get a month free. And so they try to hype that with the pay-per-views. That's actually how I got involved in it. I signed up. Uh, yes, you did. This last time. because Royal they sent, Rumble, right? Royal Rumble. They sent an offer where they were like, hey, uh, old customer, we want you back. Uh, your first two months will be a total of 99 cents charged now. And then so like the first pay-per-view I even actually paid for aside from 99 cents was uh, the one last month. Uh, Elimination Chamber? No. Fastlane. Fastlane, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to be quite honest with you. If you're a casual wrestling fan, why would you not pay 10 bucks a month to get the pay-per-views? Otherwise, you pay, like, what, what were they, like 50, 60 bucks on pay-per-view back in the day? Uh, let's see. There was, Even now? There, was, there were five of us who put in 20 bucks, and we ordered pizza with it. So they were probably 60 or $50. 59 yeah. maybe? Some, or 49 maybe? Yeah, right. something like, like that. Why wouldn't yeah. you just pay 10 bucks and now you get every pay-per-view? Yeah. No, I mean, that's the, the thing. Month. Plus all the other... Stuff. Yeah, all the other like the you get to watch NXT, right. which I'm a huge fan of. The all I mean, you don't need to go any longer and buy DVDs of old school pay per views. We talked about last week. <laughs> I would go get Blockbuster like every weekend. I was right changing. I was doing. It's all here now. It's so funny. All of it. It's so funny how like you were you were the the DVD guy. And yeah, you were like. I mean, 
I would go even. I mean, let's just go back to two thousand and five. Okay, two thousand and five. Like I would literally go buy a DVD a week at Best Buy, at Best Buy of old school pay per views and just watch them. <laughs> like you've seen my collection of my DVDs. I yeah, probably no, got no. eighty wrestling DVDs. I don't need those anymore because now I pay nine ninety nine a month. And they're all on there. They're all on there. Isn't can, it funny how like everything I can is fast forward? Right here's here's isn't it funny how like it's all come back to where like now you don't have to yeah like, oh you collected everything well now it's all on Netflix for streaming yeah for anything it. media related like you don't have to buy CDs you don't have yeah. to buy records you don't have to buy DVDs <laughs> it's all it's just all there digitally it's just all there in some else. form or fashion it's all there it's always like I I spent so much money and time on this so we got a minute left okay uh they're hyping up Triple H versus Batista is coming up next no holds barred. Triple H's career is on the line. Give me your hot take in 30 seconds. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it could go either way because of how old Triple H is, but I don't I don't really believe. Yeah, and Bautista's probably never coming back. I don't believe Bautista. I don't believe they bring Bautista in for one match and let him beat Triple H. Do you think there's any outside interference? You know, because they did it with Sting, right? They brought Sting back. His first match was at WrestleMania against Triple H, and he lost. Yeah, but... Sting was and then he wrestled, but he wrestled more after that too, though. Right, and Sting was a different animal too. Like the whole point well, of bringing this is Sting. the animal, Batista. <laughs> that's a good point. Is he coming? Is Shawn Michaels coming out? Is he the referee? Uh, oh, okay. uh, he's yeah, getting involved. Yeah, there's good. Yeah, he's uh, gonna, he's getting involved. Anybody yeah. get involved for Batista? Maybe Randy Orton, Chris Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> is Zoe Saldana there anywhere? I could easily see Chris Pratt coming out and doing a spot. Man, I wish Rocket was there. He's the kind of, like, Chris Pratt's the kind of guy I could see, like, coming out here and swinging a chair. That'd be cool. That'd be super cool. Well, we're going to be back here shortly, and we'll tell you what happened. If anything was worth going back and buying that subscription and watching, you're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to the go-home segment of Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, I see what you did there. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Before we go home, let's talk about my friend Rich over at RNA Sports. Yeah. Where's he located? 3501 North Frazier. If you're looking for any kind of sports memorabilia, if you're looking for sports apparel, if you're looking for softball equipment, uh, Rich at RNA Sports is the man to go see. Follow him at RNA Sports Worldwide on uh, Facebook. He does all kind of giveaways, raffles, and... Um, just tons of great stuff. All his information is there on the Facebook page. Yeah, his um, Facebook is really, he does a really good job on his Facebook. If you can't find RNA Sports Worldwide, then you can certainly check out the Facebook page of Nerd Thug Radio. We post about it all the time. That's true. Kurt Angle just lost his retirement match. Uh, I don't know what to make. <laughs> the, the fans are beside themselves. It is such a cruel thing to, to have him lose his retirement match. That's uh, Vince McMahon putting the squeeze on him. 
Before we jump into any more wrestling as well, let's talk about um, our friends over at the Adventure Begins Comics and more. Okay, yeah. Right there on 1488, the Adventure Begins Games, Comics, and more is now officially open. Um, they've been open for a little bit now. They're starting to schedule out stuff. Uh, they have Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! alternating weekends. This weekend is going to be po- Yu-Gi-Oh! And uh, they also have a lot, of, a lot of cool things like cosplay, crafting, trivia Tuesdays, things of that nature. Uh, they're gearing up now. Summer's going to be coming up here in a, in a little bit. And they are starting to plan and schedule their summer camps. So get on get on the Facebook page. Start checking them out. Uh, also, they are still, only for a limited time, though, they are still, though, giving out 10% discounts if you open a pool box with them. Uh, the 10% discount is definitely worth your while because as long as the box is in good standing, which means you go at least once a month and empty your box, then that 10% discount will exist. It will exist. So that's that discount will add up. So I figured it was a uh, perfect timing, you know, since uh, Kurt Angle's adventure has ended. Oh, we I can see now talk you about your adventure beginning. People crying in the stands. Yeah, I don't know. Kurt Angle was never that relevant of a figure to be like. Oh no, he was a huge figure. Probably when you stopped watching wrestling. But but so big that you would cry. They did. They are. I mean, I think his new wife is hotter than his older wife. That's how it works usually. I think so. If you if you go all his kids, I I mean they they are now. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's where Jason Jordan came from. That's right. Yeah, (laughs) that was just a dumb bit. And Jason Jordan's gone because he had a neck injury and they just hasn't been able to come back from it. Everyone's just going crazy. Kurt Angle retirement match loses to Baron Corbin. God, I hate Baron Corbin. I really can't stand Baron Corbin either. Uh, I think he's gotten a little bit more bearable. Um, now that he shaved his head, yeah, that's helped. Uh, because that man had the one of the worst horseshoes in professional yeah. wrestling. That Worse was, than Hogan's. That was disturbing. Uh, but but the role he's been in here, where he just kind of keeps running out and spoiling stuff and running out and spoiling stuff, uh, it kind of just drives me crazy, honestly. Yeah, I'm tired of it. Uh, Him, Bobby, uh, Bobby Lashley. That match is yet to come too. I just realized this. Oh, you're right, Finn Balor. Man, we thought we were almost at the end of Royal Rumble because we had uh, ten thirty. Uh, so we're four and a half hours in. With the, okay, the women are coming. Oh no, the demon hasn't even showed up yet. Finn Balor. Bobby, yeah, that match is going to be over like that. Yeah, the demon. The demon's going to squash him. Oh, the demon squashes. The demon only does squash matches though. Man, gear up, bro. How bad is it going to? I mean, uh, how did? How do you squash match Bobby Lashley though? The I, demon. I don't even like Bobby Lashley, and it's. But he's a big, imposing man. Yeah, it's it's a little hard to believe that. Like, oh, he's scary. He is. He's scary looking until he starts talking. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you talk like a girl. That's why he had a mic guy. That's why That's he why got Leo got Rush. Leo Rush. Oh, look, you can save on championship belts tonight if you order, but you guys can't because the night's already over when you're right. listening to this. But uh, Dave Batista versus Triple H, pretty interesting. Triple H really showed his mean streak. Yeah, he did. Ripped his nose ring out. Uh, the the fingers with the pliers. The channel locks in the fingers. Yeah, 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 the channel locks. Man, that was that was intense. We'll say here we go. Here goes the demon, Bobby Lashley, fighting Bobby Lashley. I really thought we were at the end of this. Uh, I, I kind of did too. Uh, I totally forgot that. Uh, is he wearing contacts? Is he trying? What's what going on? He's trying to be his own little demon guy. I guess he's trying to get his own demon involved. <laughs> but look, he is a huge man. He really is. The idea that you're gonna, the the idea that you're gonna do a squash match for the title. Although as I'm saying it, 
you know, I do. Uh, it does make me think about the Honky Tonk Man when we saw him at uh, Louisiana Con. Yeah, when he was talking about fighting the Warrior. Yeah, and he was like, I didn't really want to do it because the Warrior's really rough and, and he wasn't a great wrestler. So they offered me two ways to do it, long or fast. So I took fast. So uh, I lost in a matter of 15 seconds. <laughs> that ended my Intercontinental title run. Right. But I was well happy with it. And he goes, and then uh, and the funny part was, after, was immediately after that, he goes, but then Vince wanted me to chase him for the next six months. So I still wound up having a bunch of matches with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it stunk. <laughs> man, he's such a big man with he his little bitty cauliflower ears. You know, he, his big thing, he wrestled in Bellator, or fought in Bellator, I believe. Yeah. It was supposed to have like this. Yeah, he, he did some Bellator stuff. And I don't know if he was ex- as successful as he thought, or maybe it was just harder than he thought. No, he doesn't have the right body type for that weight. But he was, he well, he was also a um, a wrestler, too, like Lesnar and right, but what all those I, guys. Right, but what I mean is, so Lesnar, Lesnar and him would be in the same weight class, okay? right? Lesnar is a lot longer than Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah. Bobby Lashley is the old old tradition build. Right. Uh, all of the heavyweights now are the new tradition build, where they're they look uh, overweight and they look they, they look a little a little chubby, but they're also just so long and tall. Oh man, here comes the demon. This is this is this is the best part of WrestleMania, it, minus so Kofi far. winning and the Iconics. This is number three right here <laughs> till the main event happens. I you keep forgetting about that Shane Miz spot. No, that was I mean, wow, I've seen Shane do crazier things. I've seen Jeff Hardy do crazier things. I'm just tired of seeing Shane. I am tired. I can't of get tired of seeing the demon. Look I at am, him. Yeah. Oh, look at this guy. He looks so great. Now this is the first time we've a seen long the demon time. since I guess the Bray Wyatt a feud. Right. He did become. He became. Oh, he's oh. on top of something too. Oh man. Oh, is he gonna? They're gonna propel him down like on a zip line. No, I like Owen Hart. That'd be weird. They're gonna shrink that stadium you thing think down so? in a minute. Yeah, uh, the demon. Alexa Bliss came out on one of those for the Nia Jax title match. Oh, did she? Yeah, she's hot. You ain't lying. So no real big surprises as far as, and there wasn't any last year either. So two years ago, they did this big thing where the Hardy showed up and no one knew they were there because they had actually wrestled at like Ring of Honor the night before. Right. Um. But last year there wasn't really anything big and outstanding that happened. Um, this year, um, nothing really as far as like people, like superstars coming out or some big um, surprise. Nothing so far. But it's been a, it's been a good WrestleMania. I, I've been I, I've been enjoying it. I really have. Um, What's been your favorite match so far? I I. I want to say the Kofi Daniel Bryan, but like it was so good. It was a good match, but I I do think the Shane Miz spot was just huge. Yeah, it I was think, just a spot though. But I think you're forgetting just how big it was. Yeah, it was a pretty good fall. It was okay. It was this. Bad. This has been one of the best demon entrances in a long time. They use the augmented reality stuff to kind of create like a storm effect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just man. like Finn Balor. I do too. Oh, that's kind of cool. The fireworks going off on top of MetLife. That is cool. The demon looks so good. One of the reasons he says he doesn't like doing it is because getting all the paint and stuff takes so long to do that. Like he just it. It's he said you have to like. He says he has to be emotionally ready to be the demon, well, which is weird. Well, Gold Dust showed the video where it takes him three, three and a half hours, like to get ready. Yeah. Um. Look at the demon go. I know. I do like that. I think he just came up with a demon persona like in NXT too, because he wasn't the demon in New Japan. 
It was Prince Devitt. And he never summoned the demon either? No. It was like a new uh, NXT type thing, I think. So This is such a great entrance, though. It really is. This is one of those in, those instances sometimes where, like, the dude's entrance is, like, way cooler than watching the match. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this match is probably not going to be interesting to watch because Bobby Lashley can't wrestle. So, like, this is the best part of the entire deal. So, right it's going to be, like, the uh, Shinsuke Nakamura debut on SmackDown where, like, yeah, the lady was, came out and played the violin. Which and was really awesome. But then whoever he wrestled wasn't impressive. No. Uh, and literally, like, the audience sang his song for, yeah. like, for, like, a minute. It's so good. When they would... That's one cool thing. They kind of do it only at WrestleMania, but like NXT, their takeovers, they only do like four of them a year because they do them with the big, the four big pay per views usually. Right. So they can put some more production value into their stuff. I mean, his whole face is painted. So they always do like, usually they have like some musician do some big over the top theme, which is cool. By the way, Takeover Friday night was insane. It was great. Yeah, I saw some things on the internet. Uh, oh, green eyes for Lashley. Yeah, there's only like five matches, but like trying to channel the Hulk, huh? All five matches that were on that card could have been the main event. That's really? how good it was. That's I how good it was. I like that NXT is putting on these these great events, but oh, there's a scissor, uh, spinning wheelbarrow kick. There it goes again, man. This match, look, we've got how much time left in this episode? Uh, we've got about a minute and 40 seconds. This match might be over before the show ends. <laughs> <laughs> at the rate it's going at the moment. Uh, okay. Right? He just clotheslined him down. Yeah, he's, yeah this is going to go uh, crazy. He threw him outside. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. All right. So, take, you want to make a prediction here? Who do you think? Uh, I'm going to go the Demon. Let's do predictions real quick. I'm going the Demon winning, and I'm going to take Charlotte Flair winning the women's match. I'm going to go the Demon winning, and I I, I still think it's got to be Becky Lynch. It's got to be Becky Lynch. got to be. just got to be. In the night of upsets, yeah. Would that be an upset, though, you think? If she won, I think it... She's the only one coming in without a belt. So before we, before we, we did our predictions last week, my big thing was if Kofi wins, I think Becky doesn't win. If Daniel Bryan wins, then I think Becky definitely wins. I, I agree with you at the time, not knowing how everything else was going to get booked out, but considering how they booked everything else now, like it's a night of craziness. It is a night of craziness because this match is still going. <laughs> but you know it's not going to be going any longer. That's this episode of Nerd Thug Wrestling. There you go. Don't forget, if you missed any part of this show, it will drop it. Actually, it's already dropped. That's right. The podcast of this is already out, so if you're, if you're uh, listening to this on uh, the radio here in Conroe uh, on 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. Or Worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. You can go already and check the podcast because it's already out and you can pick up anything you've missed. Uh, but we're going to jump out here and hopefully one of our predictions will come true or maybe Ronda Rousey will win. Who knows? Yeah. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug channel. Make sure to check out the Patreon page at patreon.com backslash nerdthugradio and join the T-Shirt of the Month Club.